What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Arnie's. We are three guys trying to figure out who's an asshole and who isn't. I'm Matt Johnson. I'm Keith Baker. I'm Austin Terry. On today's show, guys, we're doing something a little bit different. We're kind of taking some inspiration from some other YouTube channels and creators out there, mainly Smosh from what I've been seeing lately. And we're going to take a dive into Reddit. God, what a, what a lovely place. There's no negativity there. <laughs> but So Reddit's a very strange place, and it's a place that apparently you can go to and post some scenarios or things that you're dealing with in life and be like, hey, am I an asshole in this situation? And people will tell you if you are or not. It's pretty nice. And the thing that I love about it is I get to scroll through this and just see some of the craziest shit I've ever seen. I thought my life had like some ups and downs and some crazy <laughs> moments. I'm sure you guys can relate to this, but we're going to talk about some stories today. They just make me feel so good. I get a good laugh out of it. It makes me go, you know what? I guess I am relatively normal and sane. That's a good feeling. So guys, we have a lot of stories to go through today. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be a very new format and a very loose yeah, kind of conversation, which I'm very excited about. But I think before we get into this, we need to kind of address how professional we are when it comes to these types of settings. So guys, are you prepared to determine if somebody is an asshole or not? Because it, it, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. Yeah, I think I am particularly suited for this exercise today, mm, um, mm. mainly because I was once famously called an asshole myself by a scoutmaster in our Boy Scout troop. That is um, true. So I am very experienced at being an asshole, and I think I can identify the people online who think they may or may not be one. So this is actually kind of the perfect intro, and I think Keith being... You and I being the people that weren't called an asshole in this situation, this is kind of perfect. This will be like our, our mini kind of practice exercise. So for everybody out there listening, Austin, uh, on a trip to Key West, where we were on a boat doing a lot of snorkeling, lots of hanging out, uh, we got to our most recent kind of snorkel destination, and Austin took it upon himself to put on his equipment and jump from the boat on top of a scoutmaster who was just, you know trying to snorkel and enjoy his time. And then whenever he popped out, like the snorkel flies out of his mouth, water, seawater going everywhere. It's like, Austin, you asshole. So Keith, I ask you, was Austin the asshole in this situation? To be fair, I wasn't looking where I jumped, so I did not know the <laughs> well, scoutmaster was there. that's key information <laughs> that could make you an asshole. <laughs> okay. I don't think Austin is the asshole if he did not intentionally mean to jump on the scoutmaster. But- okay. If Austin felt no remorse after jumping on the Scoutmaster, <laughs> he could be considered an asshole, maybe. Wow. You know, that's I could have cared less. I thought the whole situation was very funny. Okay. All right. Well, that's good because that means you have two non-assholes in me and Keith, and you have one asshole in Austin. And that, that gives us plenty of experience to kind of go out there and find other assholes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we have the practice out of the way. Let's get into the real deal. Let's find... Who is an asshole and who isn't out there? All right, guys. So here's our first story. And one of my favorite things about Am I the Asshole, to kind of preface this entire thing, is the headlines. So, like, people tell their actual story, but while you're scrolling through the subreddit, like, the certain headlines are what kind of captures you. So here's the first one. I'm, I'm curious what you guys think of this. Am I the asshole for telling my sister her son is only special to her? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to be in line with this person because oh, nobody okay. likes other people's kids. Okay, okay. So I'm a 26-year-old female and I have three older siblings. This is about my oldest sister, Abby, who is 37. Abby has a son who's five and I have a daughter who's one. 
Abby dealt with years of fertility issues and had probably 10 plus miscarriages. Then she had her son. And of course, he was Abby's miracle rainbow baby. We were so happy for her. But then it leads to Abby kind of spoiling her son and letting him get away with everything because he's a miracle and he's special. Everyone has always bit their tongue when it comes to her son because of that. On Saturday, I had my daughter's first birthday party. It was mostly family and a few of my close friends who were invited. Um, I did invite Abby and her son because everyone else in our family was invited, so I felt bad excluding her. We had different activities for the kids to do. Abby's son didn't like any of them. He was upset none of the presents were for him. He didn't want to eat any of the food we had. He then decided to try and push the cake off the table because apparently he was mad the cake wasn't his. <laughs> I got upset <laughs> this at This kid is not special. <laughs> I got upset at Abby for allowing her son to act that way. She went on to say her son is so special. I said her son is only special to her, which is understandable, but to everyone else, he's a spoiled brat, <laughs> which shouldn't be <laughs> overlooked because he was your special miracle baby. Abby called me a bitch and left crying. <laughs> a few family members have since called me an asshole because I've never dealt with a miscarriage, so I don't understand how painful it was for Abby to deal with years and years of that before her son was born. It's not that I don't realize her son is special to her, but it doesn't give the excuse for Abby to allow him to act like a spoiled brat. So guys, I feel like this is something that's important to us as people who one of our first jobs was the YMCA rock wall. Oh, the good old days, you might say. Where dealing every with, kid that comes through that door is special. Dealing with a lot of kids, a lot of annoying kids. So we're very familiar with this. But hearing this story, what is your first reaction to this? Because this is this is an interesting one. I am in full agreement with the poster of this question. That kid is a spoiled brat, and she had every right to tell her older sister, hey, your kid's not that special. You can't be pushing my daughter's birthday cake off the table at her birthday. Yeah, no excuse. I mean, I feel for her with the fertility issues and all that, but a lot of people in the world have fertility issues, and they still raise their kids. So, yeah, no excuse. This person, yes, they had a very traumatic and long period of you know, painfulness, but they did have their kid. And now the response to that is, I'll let my kid do anything. It's like, that, and you why? Can't, <laughs> you can't let your kid ruin another kid's birthday party and then say, well, he's a miracle. This doesn't work that way. It's a weird response. It's not really a valid answer to what's happening. <laughs> like, and this is probably one of the reasons why I'm far from ready to have children. But guys, I, I, I want to ask you this. I mean, if I was at, and, and keep in mind, like, this is my child, right? It's their first birthday party. And, you know, you always say that thing. It's like the kid's not going to remember that. It's more for you. It's like, wow, you know, look what we did. We had this kid. It's been a year. What an amazing thing. And then your annoying sister who can't stop talking about their kid comes with their kid. And then that kid pushes the cake off the table. Like, I do not know how I would react. <laughs> and it I think, might get bad. <laughs> I think Abby would be purchasing me a new cake. Oh, oh sure. at least, at least, <laughs> yeah. And the baby, guess what? My baby isn't going to have that cake. <laughs> it's, it's for me, bitch. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that's uh, round one, and I guess unanimously we have decided this person is not an asshole. Definitely not. Definitely yeah. not. No. All right, guys. Next story, and I have a very wild headline for you. So I'm a 29-year-old female, and my parents ghosted me five years ago after my wedding and just now reached out. What do I do? Oh, shit. So before we even read this, guys, how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, I want to know 
the parents' side of the ghosting? Like, did they strongly disagree with who this person was marrying? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering too. And did they go to the wedding? Good question as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. The first sentence, guys, is a bit juicy. You ready for this? I'm married to my former boss. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, now we have a, a workplace situation. <laughs> oh. So I think, Austin, this is already kind of a maybe answering some of your questions right off the bat. I'm married to my former boss. Parents did not take the marriage as well as I'd hoped and ignored me for five years, only to reach out when they saw a fifth anniversary Facebook post that mentioned our kids. Whoa. Do I let them back in or do I ignore them? My husband, who's a 30-year-old male, used to be my boss. About nine years ago, I started working as his assistant. We spent about two and a half years ignoring our mutual attraction until we gave in. We then went right to HR, who reassigned me. Okay, that sounds, uh, I guess, good. And the whole thing was strictly above board from the time we began dating. I got pregnant about a year later, and my husband and I decided to just get married. We knew how it would look, but I had to leave the company anyway due to problems with my new boss. So we didn't anticipate this causing any issues, except with my parents. So they are 62 and 57, uh, and they've always been very overprotective. So I knew they wouldn't like me dating my boss and hadn't told them. But I had to tell them if I wanted them at my wedding. So Keith, this is kind of a maybe answering your question. We'll see. We decided to be mostly honest with them, mostly keyword there, uh, about how it was strictly professional until it wasn't. How the second it got unprofessional, we went to HR, how he had never taken advantage of me, but now he wanted to get married and we wanted to tell them and we wanted them to be there. We did not mention the baby, though, because I felt that giving them that information in addition to the rest all at once would just break them. I was only about four months along when the wedding happened, so the bump was easily hidden by a flowy dress. The wedding itself went off without a hitch, and apart from my mother pulling me into the bathroom shortly before the ceremony to ask if I was sure about this, which I said I was, my parents seemed to take it pretty well. So they went to the wedding. They did, yes. And they took it well. Apparently, at the time at least. At least mm -hmm. they didn't ruin the day. Yeah, that's good. So the ceremony and reception were at two different venues, and we had to travel from one to the other. And my parents never arrived at the reception. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I oh. called them and got ignored. And then my oh, brother shit. called them, and they told him, so they answered the brother, that they were going home. I tried contacting them after the wedding, but I found that I was blocked on everything except email, which I used to send them a long letter essentially saying that I'm an adult who made an adult choice, and I hope they can respect that. Holy shit. This next sentence. Guys, this, this is a good story right here. This next sentence, they just skip it. This is like a fucking Avengers Endgame right here. Five years later. I have not heard from my parents since my wedding. My husband and I are not big on social media in general, but I recently posted something for our fifth anniversary in which I mentioned our two kids, and we have a third on the way. Within a month of making this post, my parents left a voicemail saying they saw the post and, having had no idea that they had grandchildren previously, oh my god, they now really want to meet them. I haven't responded, and there have been a few follow-ups since then asking me why I haven't. That's an interesting response from them based on how they ghosted her. I don't know what to do, but my gut instinct is that five years is too long and it's about the kids, not about them respecting my choices or relationship. However, I can't help but feel like I'm being unfair and my brother agrees because I told them in my email if they could learn to respect my choice in my marriage eventually, then we could talk. And now I'm retroactively applying a time limit. And it looks like she put an edit in here. She said, I can't find a way to work this in organically, but my husband is not white. I am, as are my parents. I don't think this is a race thing or that 
like my parents are racists and neither does my husband, but we don't understand why they would want to meet our mixed race children if they were racist. But this element is still gnawing at me. Should I reach out to them if I did? How do we go about rebuilding the relationship? Okay, so some people commented asking, like, do you think, you know, because they're older, could this be a racist type thing? Like, do they do they hold something against your husband? And now that you have children and they're mixed race, do they feel a certain way about that? So I guess that's why they threw that in there. So guys, crazy. What are your reactions? <laughs> I think this person, first of all, needs some closure from the ghosting. So I do think she should respond and they should set a meeting without the kids there. And they need to go through the five years in the wedding as a unit and kind of sit down and everyone needs to air their dirty laundry. Yeah, I agree. And the first question that comes to my mind is, what was their relationship like before she even got into a relationship with this boss? So the poster did say the parents have always been overprotective. So I guess my next point would be too, do you think this will be a positive influence on your kids? Like, do you want your parents involved in your kids' development as they're growing up? Or do you think their overprotectiveness would negatively impact how your kids grow up as well? Alternatively, I also think the poster could wait five years and then respond and see how the parents <laughs> like it. That would be hysterical. Oh, I would love that. But you know what? I guess I think what we really need to get to, get to the point of here is that I kind of understand the parents and I think that they are not the assholes here because guys, sometimes you get lost uh, from a wedding to a reception. My dear friend <laughs> Keith and I can really relate to this because our friend Austin got married one time and we were the best men and we were the first people to leave the wedding to go to the reception, but then we were the last people to get to the reception uh, because our Uber driver wanted to take us on a grand tour of Fort Worth, which I lived for, lived in for a long time. And I told him, can you please let us out here? And he kept saying, no, I'll get you closer. And I said, please let us out. And then he just kept driving. Yeah, you guys did. You guys did miss uh, the first time my wife and I were introduced as husband and wife. And honestly, I've never forgiven you for it. I know. There is a mm. video somewhere of like Austin and uh, his wife walking into the restaurant for their reception, like the big like, you know, video that you all see like, oh, we're married, like throw everything exciting. And then you can see Keith and I in the background, like kind of like, <laughs> like scooching off to the side because we walked in at the exact same time. That's how late we were. And we just kind of inch away. But hey, you know what? We did go to the reception. So I guess that makes us better than these parents. And you didn't wait five years to communicate with me again. That would have been pretty funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> just ghost you right after. <laughs> For no reason. It's like, it's, it's a prank, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, I have a bit of a twist for you. This post has an update. And uh, if you recall, the first sentence for the original story was, I'm married to my former boss. And guys, I'll tell you what, the sentence here is even crazier. And it's two words. They're racists. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. No. I asked a talk yesterday. We were on Zoom within an hour. It was my parents and me and my husband. They asked to see the kids, and I said they could see them eventually, dependent on them earning our trust and convincing us that they were going to be positive additions to our kids' lives. So basically everything that you said, Austin. They asked to start by reading a letter that they claimed to have been written to them on my wedding day. It said that they were uncomfortable with me marrying my former boss as they thought he had taken advantage of me. So they left between the wedding and the reception to avoid a scene, but they wanted me to know that they were here for me. Oh, how nice. Despite their issues with him. 
They added that they would have sent this to me the morning after my wedding, but then I sent my email about them needing to respect my choices, and they were so ashamed they couldn't bring themselves to send theirs. Seeing my anniversary post made them realize how much they've missed in five years, and they really don't want to miss any more. So guys, this is funny. We have a couple paragraphs left. But if if this had not started with their racists, then this would be kind of sweet so far. <laughs> yeah, they're reconciling. People yeah. are realizing they did something wrong. Uh-oh. I had some questions. Like, what was the big deal with me marrying my former boss anyway? And they said it just wasn't what they had in mind for my wedding day and my future spouse. Uh-oh. I asked why they even came to the wedding at all if they didn't support the marriage. And my dad responded that he wanted to walk his daughter down the aisle as it was the only chance he would get. The way it was phrased implied that they had intentionally only come to the wedding so he could give me away and always planned to leave halfway. My husband caught that, then added that if they had planned to leave, they should have told us as we wouldn't have invited them at all. And the fact that they waited five years to reach out was going to take more reasons than shame us. As a father, he didn't understand how they could ignore their daughter for years or only get back in touch when we had kids. My dad snapped at that point, and he said he wasn't going to take orders from a blank, which is a slur meaning dark-skinned. My oh, mother no. immediately tried to run damage control, but I ended the call right there. They have since messaged me several times trying to explain that calling my husband a racial slur wasn't indicative of their racist attitude. Oh, that's interesting, huh? And he wouldn't have said that in front of the kids, so they should still get to meet them. Wow. I've spent five years wondering how they were so offended by me marrying my boss that it earned no contact for half a decade. Turns out they're just racist. It's almost nice to find out. If it was just the boss thing, I would have sympathy for them, and we might even be able to reconcile. But with this, it's now just a question of if I'm going to knowingly expose my mixed-race children to a couple of racists, which I'm obviously not going to do. And that's the end of the post. Yep. Uh, she... It's right to cut off communication. The dad's not using that slur for the first time. There's no way that you have never used a term like that and then out of nowhere just throw it out there and don't mean to be demeaning. So she is right to not continue this relationship. Yeah. I just yeah. I don't I don't see this uh relationship continuing at all. I don't I don't see these kids really knowing their grandparents really. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no other updates. And that last update was from two years ago. So my guess is things are okay now. They've kind of uh, found their groove with their kids and just said, bye, grandparents. You know, you're racist. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the asshole for how I reacted to my son coming out to me? Uh, so we're looking at, guys, a situation where the father is 37 and his son is 17. So it's been pointed out to me that my title wording may make this post seem worse than it is. <laughs> I apologize for that. It wasn't my intention. I've always known that my son had interest in men. He was slow on the pickup of incognito mode. And from the searches he made, I figured he was at least bi-curious. Well, last year, he started bringing a boy around, and it was obvious they were dating to the point I figured that he knew I knew, and it wasn't really a big deal to anyone. Well, apparently, I was wrong. After school yesterday, he and his boyfriend came up to me and said there was something really important they needed to tell me. My son said that they were dating and had been for a year. I was surprised that he wasn't aware I knew, and I was a bit thrown off. My mouth moved faster than my brain, and I said, and I should pause there. 
because we know when you say my mouth moves faster than my brain, it doesn't matter what comes next. It's bad. It's going to be bad. <laughs> so this is what this uh, father said to his son, who was clearly very scared to come out to him and finally did. Here's what he decided to say. Oh, no. Well, that's pretty fucking gay. Oh. oh. Why would you choose to do that? Now, I thought it was peak comedy. <laughs> Since, technically, it is in fact gay. However, I understand using the word gay in that way gives it a very negative undertone, hence the mouth faster than the brain comments. <laughs> now, my son and I are usually pretty edgy with our humor, this being fairly tame for the stuff we joke about. While probably not appropriate for the situation, it wasn't our norm for a conversation between us. However, he and his boyfriend were very, very upset, and they left. I'm probably the asshole, but I thought I would check. <laughs> Who's going like to tell one. this guy he isn't? <laughs> I just wanted to see if you all had some advice on what I can say to fix it. He currently won't respond to my text or calls. I did not expect this post to gain so much traction. It's a bit intimidating, lol. I am reading all of the comments, though. Anyways, here's a small update. He's at his grandparents' house, which I knew. He told them to tell me he'll be home tomorrow after school to talk, and I'll update you after the conversation. Thank you for the responses. I really appreciate it. So really, all I can say here is I hope that follow-up goes well, but we just don't know quite yet. <laughs> I don't think it's fair to say this guy's an asshole, but if he's using gay as a verb and like in that kind of context, it sounds like maybe he's making jokes that probably he should not be making anymore. So maybe he's got some stuff to learn. Um, it sounds like at the end of the day, he's going to be accepting of his son and that's all we can ask for. Yeah, it sounds like he's pretty cool with his sons anyway. I feel like this was just one of those dark humor father son things. He was like, oh shit, that just slipped like like he may, maybe his son would have thought it was funny if the boyfriend wouldn't have been there. Maybe he was like embarrassed. He's like, I was trying to trying to have like a serious moment with you, and you like made this stupid joke that I probably would have laughed at. Like if it was just me and you, but like eh, you kind of fucked up this moment. <laughs> and hopefully, this will be something the family can look back at and laugh on. Oh yeah, hopefully because it's like I I think probably they can, but at the same time, it's like you know based on what he's saying they have a very kind of dark humor back and forth that they enjoy kind of making jokes at you know with each other but it's but like does he know time, his son actually enjoys that or does he just go along with his dad sure sure that's true but also at the same time the son says here they preface by saying we have something really important to talk to you about and they told you something serious and then you made a really stupid joke and what did you expect them both to go ha <laughs> <laughs> love you dad <laughs> like no that's that so you be the response so it's like gotta read the room and i i kind of have the perfect comment here someone said i'm glad you're supportive of him but you're the asshole here my guy learn how to read the room <laughs> and he actually responded to that and said unfortunately my, an inability to shut my mouth when i see a joke is a trait that's been passed down by my family for generations definitely something i need to work on clearly so to your points, it sounds like, you know, this could be a funny thing to look back on. It's a shame that you kind of ruined this big moment in his life, but hopefully you can kind of uh, both come to terms with that. But yeah, you're the asshole. <laughs> you got to read the room, dude. That's something we all need to do better. At. This kid definitely has a future in stand-up comedy, and this story will be like the punchline of his big Netflix special. And you could call that Netflix, you could call that Netflix special pretty fucking gay. You there, you call it there you go. There you go. Which is a good title, I think. <laughs> When his son comes over, he better not throw out any more jokes or 
that will damage the relationship. I am nervous. I am nervous about that. My ex-husband and his new wife made my daughter wear a back brace made out of wood and steel and forced her to wear it. I confronted my ex-husband about it, and all he would say was one text message when he says his new wife didn't like how my daughter slouch at the dinner table. Oh my god. They aren't doctors, and there is nothing wrong with her that she needs a brace. Is there a way I can get a quick court date or see a judge because I don't want her going back there? Uh, when we divorced, it took a long time to figure out custody. Edit, sorry, the location is the state of Florida. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm so mad I'm having a hard time focusing. Of course, guys, I'll just like spoil it right now. We do have a big update for this one, but that's kind of our intro to this story, which is wild. And I don't know anything about kind of like the rules when it comes to like shared custody households. Like what can you do? What can't you do? Like, you know, her daughter comes back to her. She's like so upset. She's a nine-year-old girl. She's been forced to wear this like fucking makeshift brace apparently because she was slouching at the dinner table. But it's like, do you have to send them back to the house because of custody? I don't know. I guess that's why they're asking about a quick court update. But this this is this is a a crazy headline that I had to include in here. Why did the stepmom just have this laying around? That's a good question. <laughs> it's kind of sinister. It's like she's slouching at the table. Put a the yeah, brace. It sounds like a like, horror movie. She sounds like the evil stepmother from like all the early Disney films. Yeah. <laughs> I luckily had this brace lying around. <laughs> you slouch at my table, I torture you. <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> all right, hit us with the update. All right, guys. So this update comes a few months later. So we have a little bit of a break here. A lot has happened since I first posted. I called into work while I was trying to get this all sorted. One of my coworkers has a cousin who is a lawyer, and she knew someone who was able to help me file the paperwork. My husband played dumb in court. Wow, so they went to court. But his visits got reduced to supervised, and he was ordered to take a parenting class. Okay. Lesson one in the parenting class, don't stick your daughter in a steel brace. Yeah, I feel like that would be number one always. My daughter went to physiotherapy. Eventually, the court reinstated the visitation when he swore he had learned his lesson and was sorry, and with his otherwise clean record, the court agreed. I was against it, but the court ruled against me. I gave my daughter her own cell phone so she could call me whenever she needed to. On her second visit, it happened again. This time, the brace had steel and fabric instead of wood, and they took her phone, too. Oh, oh my, my God. God. These people need to be in prison. Yeah, basically. The next night, she left when they weren't looking and went up the street to a neighbor who was a police officer. The neighbor called paramedics and her coworkers. They had to cut the brace off my daughter. So they're like locking her in this thing. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is child abuse. Oh, but here we go. Here we go. This sentence is giving me hope. My husband and his wife were arrested. Oh, fuck. They got out quickly, but they have been charged. And their infant is with CPS. Oh, they had they another have an kid? infant. Oh, my God. I bet the infant's sleeping in a metal cradle. Oh, no. My ex lost visitation, so that's good, and custody. And I'm working on making it permanent. Unfortunately, my daughter's shoulder was dislocated from the brace. Holy shit. She needed surgery and is still recovering. She always played sports, especially at school, and did dance, but the doctor thinks she won't ever be able to lift her arm all the way up again. Ah, it's so sad. Ah. I hate my ex, and he'll, and he'll see her again over my fucking dead body. Right now, I'm focusing on my daughter while my lawyer takes care of things. That's my update. Jesus. But I can see the news headline, Florida man locks daughter in steel brace. It had to be Florida, right? It had to be. It just wouldn't make sense anywhere else. 
Now, if it was like Wyoming man, it's like, no, that something's no, wrong. No, they're symptoms. lying. It's, right, it's Florida. Lying. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're we're right on the cusp of spooky season, and that last Reddit story is kind of getting me in the spooky mood. This sounds like a horror movie. Wow. What movie are you craving to watch now because of that story? Don't Breathe. <laughs> Don't Breathe. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, this is a... This is kind of another thing. It's like we talk about how like young we are and even we're not very young, but it's like what I I feel like I mean, you're talking about horror movies, Austin, like in jest, but it's like a good horror movie would be like you get divorced, like you're when you get divorced from your husband, you think he's like a relatively normal guy. You just, you know, had to get divorced, like the love went away, nothing you could do. And then you find out that he's a monster along with his new wife to your young daughter. That's a horror movie. That's a psychological thriller right there. This is terrifying. This is awful. This could be a show. Yeah. Don't Breathe, new series on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad the mom did what she could to get her out of that situation. God, thank God that infant is in like Child Protective Services as well. <laughs> that was a little bomb they dropped in. They had another kid that whole time. Let's just hope that infant just doesn't get adopted by the racist parents or the uh, or Abby with the miracle baby. How sad is it that you hope uh, they get adopted by joking homophobic dad? <laughs> <laughs> He's the best one. <laughs> That's kind of the best you can hope for, unfortunately. <laughs> all right, guys, that is all of our stories. We had some updates for you in there. I'm very curious if any of our newer stories on the list today get some updates. Will weird joking homophobic father make up? With his young son, I'm very curious. Maybe we'll follow up in a future episode or we'll do another batch. Austin, I know you are hoping for some relationship stories. There are tons of those out there. We could definitely do those. But guys, I want to know, how was this for you, kind of diving into Reddit and the world of assholes? You know, it is nice to know that um, we started out this episode by identifying myself as an asshole. And after reading some of these stories, I don't you're think not I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're definitely good, not. Austin. You're an angel <laughs> compared to these people. <laughs> you're a miracle baby. <laughs> yeah, you're actually a miracle baby. If you want to just push over my cake on my next birthday, I'll be fine with that. Well, with that, everyone, thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and this new format of kind of diving into Reddit, please let us know and make sure you hit that follow button so you never miss our upcoming content. Also, if you wouldn't mind sharing us with a friend, we would appreciate that to continue to grow our show. Please leave us reviews as well. Even if you want to write anything, leaving us a five-star review over an Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever your podcast, or it does help us out. At the Arnie's is our social, and the Arnie's.media is the website. We'll be back next Tuesday, everyone, for an exciting episode. It's one that we've talked about for a couple of years now. We've kind of been dabbling, throwing some movies in there, tinkering with it, but we never did it. We are, of course, returning to our bracket format, but this time it is to decide what is... The best action movie of all time. And also last week, uh, we did put out our thoughts on Ahsoka midway through, so episodes one through four. If you want to hear our thoughts on this show, it sounds like we actually are kind of more positive compared to the general sentiment out there. Um, So be sure to go check that out on your podcast feeds. All right. And lastly, we want to hear from you. So please send us a message on Instagram at the Arnie's or email us the Arnie's media at gmail.com. What did you think of our Reddit talk? Are you the asshole? Anything you say, we'll read on the show and react to it live on our latest episode. That's right, everybody. Hope you enjoy this new format. This is something we might want to do in the future. So let us know if you like it. We cannot wait to finally be back to our bracket format next week. So look forward to that. We'll see you then. Have a good one. See you. Don't lock your kids in steel braces and go to their weddings. (laughs) 